uh, college with, with Kieran. Um, and after I graduated, did a little bit of landscaping and then uh, left for America in 2015 in, in the fall um, to play college baseball. So I've been over here uh, getting my degree and playing in the college system now since 2015. So it's been, been a long ride, but it's been awesome. So, oh, well, mate, well, um, we, oh, mate, I'm super proud of you for, for being able to do that. So what's the team Thanks, that you're mate. actually playing for? And like, what's the, uh, what's the team and where, um, where are you studying at? And also, what are you studying? Yeah, so I'm um, right now. I'm based in uh, Wichita, Kansas, playing for Newman University, which is a uh, normally a, like a four-year school, um, and it's in the Division Two um, of the NCAA Division Two in the MIAA conference. Um, and yeah, so playing baseball in that conference with, with that team. And while I'm doing that, I'm studying a bachelor's in biology. Um, with a focus in pre-physical therapy, which is the same as physiotherapy. They just call it PT over here. Um, and I'm going to double minor in psychology and sports uh, sports medicine as well. So, oh, see, see, Jerome, he was the smart one. You can tell he was the smart one of um, mm. of his and whatnot. So, yeah, but... Um, <laughs> you but, said um, it. Very funny, very funny. But anyway, let's actually... But anyway, Mitch, I actually want to go a little bit back uh, and whatnot um, to your time here in Australia before. And what actually got you into baseball? I mean, it's not really one of the major sports here in Australia um, as compared to over there in America. So what actually got you into baseball? Yeah, my uh, uncle um, was the president of the local club um, and my cousins were both playing. And he just said to me one day... uh, to my mum and to me uh, when I was four years old said hey you guys should come try out and play like you know see if you enjoy it and yeah I went went and played when I was four and played one game and just fell in love from there so just been playing it ever since so it's been it's been real good but yeah because of uh, Uncle Greg was the president of the local club for Campbelltown Caspers is who I started my uh, baseball career with. Oh well oh well that's good there mate and um, so, so, so as you start off, you then started playing for like the reps and, um, can, can you sort of give us like um, more background, like, um, in, um, before you went to, uh, um, the college system before we get to that there. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, started playing with Kilmertown Caspers, um, played with them pretty much up until I was 17 or 18. I'm pretty sure, um, from memory. And then for the representative teams, like for like playing for the area um, was MacArthur. So I was in the MacArthur region. So I played for MacArthur Colts for a lot of years um, before they merged with the uh, with the Orioles. So then we became the MacArthur Orioles to play with them as well before I left um, for representative. Uh, for state, played for both New South Wales and New South Wales country. Um, and also played in the schoolboy nationals um, for New South Wales as well. And yeah, just continued my way up through the ranks and Got to go on a couple of overseas trips with um, New South Wales JBL. So I went to go to uh, Singapore, Japan, Germany, and France for different various tournaments. Um, if Kieran remembers me selling all the chocolate I used to sell. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or, I remember. I remember. I remember actually buying a few. I yeah, that was all, all for a cause. Kieran was always ready for a Freddo, I tell you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. So, so like, let's actually talk about that. Like, what was it actually like? I mean, like, at such a young age, I mean, like, you weren't even, like, nine, like, you weren't even, like, I mean, like, you're still in high school and you went over and you went to places, you know, like, like as you said, there, Germany and all that. There. What was, what was those experiences like? Yeah, they were, um, they were, they were unbelievable. Um, as you said, being such a young age, um, it allowed me to 
gain a greater appreciation for other cultures, I think, um, and greater respect for other um, countries as well as like uh, like how they how they go about their day um, and everything, how they go about baseball too, like to see their to see the way they played baseball um, and how they went about their business. It was interesting, you know, because the game is obviously worldwide, but there's still different ways. It seems different ways to play it. Um, and yeah, just got to see different places. Um, was able to you know, go to the Eiffel Tower, um, went to the Louvre in France and went through the Western Front in Germany um, and in and Paris as well. So um, just yeah, real cool experiences to have at such a, at a young age and yeah, pretty fortunate to have that, those opportunities because of baseball. Oh, mate, I mean, it, mate, you've been everywhere um, and whatnot. I mean, your passport must be uh, blimming through the roof and whatnot. You, you might have to get another one. Yeah, got a, got a few little stamps on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, I want to now move now to the college system and whatnot. What actually made you want to so, um, do this? You know, I mean, um, sign up and say, you know what, I want to do this. I want to play in the college system. I want to, I want to do this. And what made you want to do this? And what made you, and, and what was the step-by-step process to actually do it? Yeah, so um, uh, back when I was four years old, that same uncle um, and my auntie went to L.A., um, for a trip to LA and they brought me back a LA Angels um, or California Angels at the time jersey and hat and shorts and I used to wear um, absolutely everywhere um, and then from that day on I apparently told mum and dad that I was going to play baseball in America and they always like okay yeah you know you can do that kind of thing and then you know as, as I got older and kept playing the game and I started learning that there was more than just playing professional baseball like avenues to get to America basically um, and a couple of my teammates uh, who were a little bit older than me um, in the MacArthur Oriole system, they went over and did college. Um, they did a two-year uh, two junior college and then came back and had a you know associate's degree from that and had an absolute blast and was telling me all different stories. Um, so then from that day, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I could really do this. Like if, if they were able to go there and be successful, like I think maybe I can, you know, give this a shot. Um, and then, yeah, from then it was just, um, I had help with Craig Cairn of um, Dream Sports Coaching. Um, he was one of my coaches at the time that was doing a lot of work with him and a lot of my other coaches growing up too, um, like James Penman and everything, all, all real big supporters of me to, and advocates for me to try and go and pursue the college um, route. And so from then it was just making basically a resume you would for a job interview, um, but just with attached video links of me pitching or hitting, um, you know, a bio about me, all my, what I've done, my accomplishments, my grades um, and things like that. And just send it out uh, in like a mass email pretty much to pretty much every school. And hopefully someone would reply. And yeah, unfortunately they did. And I was off to Highland Community College in 2015. So, so off I went. So when you then moved over there, mate, what can you, can you sort of explain to me what like college life is like? I mean, like tell me, Tell me like what your normal year um, would be like for you. I mean, like not the full month by month or whatnot, but just, but just like a cliff notes um, and playing in the college system um, and whatnot. And like how that, um, how the playing and the college um, life um, um, intertwine and whatnot. So can you sort of just quick, just like a quick cliff notes? Yeah. So like um, basically you just, I mean, you're sleeping in dorms. Um, so you're sharing with teammates um, if you were able to get some teammates with you. So in my junior college, I think it was there was four of us to a uh, two to a room, like but four to a house. We just shared a shared a bathroom, shared a kitchen, and a and a living area. Um, so yeah, just sharing a dorm together. But 
they'll just get up, um, literally just go to class like a regular student would for university. Um, and then around, depending on the day, um, around your, your 12.30 or one thirty ish if you were done with class, you headed to the field and got ready and then we had some early work. So we had like early hitting or fielding or just like some drill-based things where you could get more like one-on-one with the coach where you don't normally have time during the normal practice so if you're free you could get some work in and and work on different drills you needed to work on and then practice would start roughly around uh 2 depending on the day and you'd be going all the way till 6 30 depending on the day as well um going through you know the various um drills that we have to go through the plays make sure we have our signs right um and yeah and then go go back to the dorm have some dinner shower do homework because you've got homework from earlier in the day or assignments do go to bed get up and repeat pretty much so it just kind of just continue that on from so that our fall season which is our pre-season will be august till december and we were we were pretty much non-stop um sometimes you have the weekends off depending on what's going on um so pretty much non-stop monday to friday um, maybe Monday to Saturday and Sunday off was from August till December and then have our winter break and then come back around January-ish and then it's go time because now it's your, your actual season's where everything counts and that's the, we play in the spring over here in baseball. Um, so yeah, well from February on to, to May, it's go time and you're every day a week and you got, you got, you have one off day, um, and you're just yeah, straight into it six games a week, um, for junior college it was. So we played double headers Tuesday, Thursday, and then two games Saturday, so six a week. And then at the school I'm at now, it's just three games a week. Um, but yeah, it's full on. It's it's like a it's like a job basically. It's like it's, you kind of got to treat it that way too, because if you're on like most people are on scholarship money of, of some sort with academics or athletics, it doesn't matter. So you're technically getting paid, so you got to treat it as a job as such. Um, and it's it's just it consumes your whole day basically. So you just practice them, and you got to, you got to lift in between there. You got to hit the gym hard. Um, you got to condition, do a lot of conditioning, and make sure your body's ready to go and be able to play the the full season and try you know try to avoid injuries as best you can. But yeah, it's full on, but it's it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a great great life. <laughs> oh mate, I mean like just just hearing you just say that there. I mean from August all the way through to what what November that that you said i mean like like that there as a preseason, like whoa i mean like wow so 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 after there what do you didn't just go um in between the preseason? are you able to come back home to australia because like you are an aussie boy and whatnot and obviously you miss your family or do you just stay over there and um um have christmas over um over there and um and whatnot yeah so um each pretty much each year i've gone home uh before covid obviously um i've gone home uh, just once a, once a uh, year, which is for Christmas break. So I was home for probably about three and a half weeks, depending on when coach wanted us back. Um, so just once a year, sit, catch up with the family, have Christmas with the family, um, and then, you know, get back on the plane and get back to business. Um, during the summer over here, so our winter, I would stay here um, and play summer ball, which is a, a really good opportunity where you can just get a lot of reps in um, and basically a game a day you play a game a day for three and a half months so you just non-stop play baseball every day um and you're able to you know to get a lot of reps see a lot of pitches get a lot of at bats um and trying to develop yourself make yourself as best as ready as you possibly can be get yourself in the best shape you can be 
um, before your preseason starts at your respective university in the fall. So summer ball is a really big thing over here, and I've I've done it pretty much uh, pretty every year since I've been here, apart from when COVID hit, I, I wasn't able to get back. Um, but it's been yeah, it's been awesome. So yeah, just once a year, I'll I'll go home um, and catch up with everyone, and then straight back on the plane and back to business. Well, before we before we get to the COVID um, part, because I actually want to discuss a little bit about that first um, as well. But you said that um, during around twelve thirty that you have like your practice hits and whatnot. What what's that actually like? Um, like I mean, to have like professional. Co- I mean, uh, are the co? I mean is it like with it like today like with sports science and um all that there because um you would be in the middle of it what is what is that actually like because like we've been here is that we've been talking with some coaches on the shows and whatnot but what is it actually like from a player's perspective in the um in um the 21st century now with sports science and sports psychology and all that there yeah, there's um there's a different uh, mindset, especially with my new university. Um, on everyone, there's a lot of talk about the swing path and do we do we need to start swinging up? Do we need to try and start you know driving the ball in the air or should we try and continue to drive the ball on the ground like or drive the ball up the middle like we used to always uh, think about doing as an approach standpoint? Um, but there's different things. Yeah, like you said, technology-wise, such as you know obviously slow motion cameras to break down your swing. Um, there's, you know, you can get like uh, this thing called blast motion. You can put it at the end of your bat and record the exit velocity um, of the pitch. Like once you hit the ball, exit velocities. Um, and we do we do a lot of work with um, plyo balls. So we hit weighted balls, like weighted plyo balls. So um, I think it's like five pounds and three pounds and four pound balls. So like kind of like coach throws them at us or we throw them to each other. And the point of that is, you know, to hit the heavy ball and try and stay through it and not, you know, roll over, um, basically just trying to hit it, get a true reading. And then hopefully that will translate to the game. So when you, you know, make contact, you stay through it instead of just so you can get obviously the, the harder hit or the ball for the ball, hopefully to travel further. Um, but there's a lot of like programs, like other programs around the, um, around the country that have, have all those things that you're talking about with the breaking down the biomechanical standpoint with the iPads and everything like that. Um, my university doesn't have that um, uh, as of yet, um, but there are a lot of universities that do utilize um, breaking down the swing from a biomechanical standpoint, um, working out slow motion, like, you know, is there any like hitch here or what they could do differently for sure. But it's definitely advantageous. I mean, just with, with the way that the, everyone's developing now, like the pitches are just throwing so much harder um, and they're, you know, putting so much more spin rate on the ball. Everyone's talking about spin rate now and how, if you have a high spin rate, um, how, how it makes the ball travel and things like that. So anything to, anything to help you as a hitter um, or as a pitcher it was def- would definitely be advantageous. But um, I haven't really had a chance to see much of the, the technology because our university doesn't have much of it. Well, well, you say that your university doesn't have much of it, but have you played against much universities um, that actually have? And can you actually, like, could you actually say that maybe uh, are those ones um, faring much more better than than some of the others? Um, I'm a there's I mean there's a lot of programs within my conference um, that I'm a, I'm assuming have that sort of technology. Um, I honestly don't know what they they have or they don't have at their at their university because um, I just play them on the field and get on the bus. That's kind of how <laughs> how it is. Um, but if if it, if the ones I am thinking of you know do possibly have that, then yeah, they do fare pretty be- um, a lot better in, within the conference. Um, 
they do, you know, hit more more home runs, hit the ball a little harder and run a little faster or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, not too sure if they if they do or not. Um, but there's there's a lot of strong teams within our conference and and um, it's been a lot of good good baseball being played so far. Well, Mitchy, mate, I want to also now talk now about COVID because all of last year during COVID, you know, you and me, we were talking and whatnot. How did COVID actually affect your um, your year and what? I mean, especially um, you had to come back home um, during um, almost that um, that period there where the borders in Australia, um, when when Scott Morrison almost uh, he shut down the international borders, you had to come home before then. How did how did COVID affect you and how did it affect the college system, um, not just in baseball, but into like all the other sports? Yeah, um, it had a major impact um, on the whole of the world, obviously, um, within, within a pandemic, but within the college system, yeah, huge as well. Um, it was as soon as NCAA basketball was cancelled, um, the tournament got cancelled or the NBA got cancelled, I can't remember um, from which one it was. Um, so after that, more sports started getting cancelled. Um, so my season was cancelled and it was my senior year, which is our final year. Um, so it's meant to be our last year of college baseball. And it was cut, you know, short. Um, and that was it. We were just told that it was our last season. And at the time, we weren't told that we had another year of eligibility. Um, so we thought that was it. So we asked the seniors and there was there was 15 or 16 of us in the team um, in the roster. We all, all thought that our college career was was done. Um, so then it became a matter of just, okay, like, um, do I need to get home? Um, how serious is this kind of thing? And obviously, it was pretty serious. So... Uh, both Matt, uh, Matt Rees and I, another Australian who was on the team with me, um, we both got on the plane as quick as we could and and came home. So we were home for the COVID period. Um, and yeah, just stopped everything short. Everything was cut short. Um, and then into the fall this year, uh, we had a lot of, um, we had soccer cancelled, uh, volleyball was cancelled and basketball were all pushed back till December. Um, so it then made... Um, the soccer and volleyball to become spring sports with us. So they pushed their season back to the spring. Um, and me trying to get back for the, for the fall was, was very hard because we weren't obviously having very many flights um, leaving Australia. We're having one flight a day leave Australia and you, I had to get special exemption um, to, to fly and have like a, you know, a show that I had a reason and I had the school to go to and everything and I had to all get, um, accepted within Dallas airport and make sure that they knew I was coming and everything it was a pretty big, pretty big process, a lengthy process, but glad I was able to make it back and had to do two week quarantine as soon as I got back and then was allowed to get back into it with the boys and get going. But even in the fall, uh, which our preseason last semester, we were cut short um, the last like five weeks left of the season of the preseason. We were canceled because we had an outbreak of 20 cases within the athletic department. Um, so they just straight cancelled it and told us, you know, you, you're done for the rest of the semester and get ready for the spring. And for this this semester, this year we're in now, we've already got uh, a lot of games already cancelled because of COVID um, and we have been frozen over too with the weather. So we're already pretty far behind and already missing a couple of games because of the COVID period as well. So it's still, it's still affecting the collegiate systems a lot, but it's just good that we're all playing again and we're not um, cancelled like last time. So fingers crossed it doesn't happen again because it was, it was a crazy time. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, 
I mean, it would be um, 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 whatnot because it's also a very um, um, important year for you as well because you know it's your final year and um, what and and um, you can also um, uh, sign up for the uh, draft if you are um, eligible and whatnot. You looking forward? I mean, are you looking ahead to the draft or are you taking um, every uh, week? Just trying to just trying to take it game by game. Um, just if it if it happens, it happens. Just got to hopefully impress the right people um whenever whenever i can um but yeah take it game by game and see what happens see if i can potentially get drafted into the uh, minor league systems or um maybe some independent ball which is um a professional organization that's independent to the mlb um but they're still it's still professional baseball and or you know if i have if i need to then head home um and then finish off my degree and then try and play in the adl here so ABL in Australia, which is the professional leagues in Australia. So that, that's kind of the, the three goals right now or the three different avenues I, I could possibly take at the end of this season. Hopefully it all works out either way, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> take, it day by, take it day by day and hopefully impress the right people. So. Oh, well, mate, oh, mate the, way on, um, the way on how you've been going the past couple of weeks, you know, I mean, you keep that up, who knows what may happen. And you also answered a couple of my questions to which I had, um, to which I had a couple um earlier and whatnot to which i had wanted to um answer and whatnot um later on but going to to what you're saying with you going to play um in high school and whatnot going to germany for like those tours and whatnot do you think that that actually helped you get ready to actually to actually when you made the decision or when um the decision to actually come to um to um pick um a college um when you got accepted do you think that it actually made it easier for you to act to actually go because you know you've been on tours and um and so forth so you so you've been away and and it sort of helped you settle in more when you arrived? Yeah, definitely. Um, my first overseas trip was when I was eleven years old. Um, just got on a plane with my manager and my team, and off I went to Singapore. Um, so did another as i said went to singapore again japan twice and then germany and france when i was 16 um so yeah to have that experience behind me living overseas um you know so to speak for the two weeks or the or the four weeks however long the trip was um definitely definitely helped with me being able to you know deal with homesickness or um cope while i was over there um it was pretty funny when i first arrived i remember remember being there for four weeks and then looking around going oh my god i'm still here so like normally i'd be on a plane and fly home but knowing i was you know there for an extended period was a little a little hard to get to adjust to but i had really good teammates and um met a lot of cool people like a lot of everyone was really friendly to me um and so it made it a lot easier to to be able to stay um and not miss home as much um but i think also too knowing that i was there um you know living my dream since I, like my childhood dream i think that really helped to settle me down um you know that i was i was able to do what I wanted to do when I was a little kid and here I was living it out. So regardless if I was homesick or not, or, you know, missing home as I, as I always would and always do, um, you know, to remember, remind myself that, you know, Hey, you're doing it. You're living overseas, you're playing baseball. Um, so, you know, it doesn't get much better than this. Jerome, you got any questions or is there any questions um, in the uh, just quickly, chat or not? Let everyone know who we have with us. We have Mitchell Austin, who's from, Australia, but is, is over in the US uh, involved with college uh, baseball as we speak. The, the question I, I certainly have for, for Mitch is um, you're talking about uh, your options post-college baseball. Um, 
you didn't you did mention the draft you did mention being drafted there the, through the draft system is it possible that a major league club could come along and and pick you up outside of all those uh, all those processes yeah so um there's there's scouts at um, pretty much all of our games um, because we're in a really big conference um, the conference I'm in is a pretty highly um, renowned conference within uh, the scouting community of, of minor league, like of minor league teams or MLB teams. Um, but yeah, they have their area scouts um, pretty much everywhere. There's always a guy that will, you know, be throwing 96 miles an hour. Um, so the scouts there to, to check him out. And if, you know, you put on a good, good display, you know, hit him for a home run or hit him hard or have a few good hits or whatever, you can then be on, on their radar as well. So it's just about impressing the right people at the right time. Um, and just, you know, and, and trying to trying to do it that way, but there's yeah, there's been scouts who have seen me play for you know years and seen all my teammates play, and and they're they're always around, and you never never truly know when they're there um, unless you really really sit there and look for them. Um, they try to blend in with the crowd as best they can, and uh, try not to make themselves too too noticeable. Um, but there's yeah, there's scouts there a lot. Um, so yeah, if I impress the right guy um, or the right time, kind of thing, and. I could potentially, you know, be told that, hey, we're gonna we're gonna draft you in July, um, which would be, you know, awesome and the ultimate goal. Um, but it just, yeah, it just depends from there. I mean, and with the ABL system, um, if I was to play in ABL when I came home in Australia, I can still get picked up for the my league teams by the same thing. That instead of being area scouts now, they'd be the international scouts who get to travel around the world and check out international talent. So then because I'd be back in Australia, I'd be considered international talent now at that point. So then they could the same way as anyone can in the, in the ABL um, be picked up and been given an opportunity to play minor league baseball. And then the same with, as I said, the independent ball too. So then I'd still, I'd be professional if I was playing independent ball, but then again, area scouts for the MLB teams could then say, Hey, you're doing really well. We want you now to be part of our affiliated club, you know, with whichever club that may be. Um, so there's yeah, different ways to do it, but like as kind of answering your question is it's the right place at the right time and impressing that that one person and ho- hopefully they're there and hopefully they're watching and hopefully you do good. So <laughs> it's just a game of chance, I guess, in terms of that in that regard. Um, but yeah, that's all we're all, all aiming to do is trying to trying to get to that level. I want to, uh, Jerome. You got another question? Go. All right, good. That's good. Um, I actually kind of now actually want to now ask you. You say um, with the um, with the ALB um, um, here in Australia, have you actually um, kept up to date with the um, Australia with the Australian um, baseball um, here? Have you actually kept up to date or with the league or um, with the leagues and whatnot? And what are your thoughts on that? If you have kept up to date? Yeah, no, I've um, watched it pretty much every year. I've been over here as um, whenever I could. I've tried to live stream a lot of the games and followed up with Australia when they're playing the World Baseball Classics and everything and, and watching them in under-18 tournaments or the under-21 tournaments um, for the World Cups and, and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, the, the Australian Baseball League um, has come a long way since I was, you know, I was 18 or 17 years old, um, potentially possibly play for them or go to, go to America kind of thing. Um, if the opportunity was to arise, um, but it's, yeah, it's changed a lot. And now there's, I think there's eight teams now. Um, and there's even now an East and a West division. Um, like, you know, there's two divisions now. And originally there was, wasn't very many teams at all. Um, there's a team called, uh, Auckland Tuatara. So they're, um, 
they're based out of New Zealand. So teams actually fly to New Zealand um, to play against the Auckland team. Um, and there's also a team called Geelong South Korea. So they're based in Geelong, but they're all South Korean national um, people from South Korea who play for na- uh, the national team in South Korea, who then get based in Geelong and get to play um, against that too. So strengthening the talent um, and bringing the talent pool in massively. And then to add to that too, with um, the progression of Australian baseball, uh, the minor league, the MLB teams I've been talking about with the affiliated clubs, they send their top their top prospects over to Australia to get some reps in um, and get some work in preseason before the minor league season starts. So there's been a lot of major league talent um, that have gone to Australia, done their off season, and then come back to America and end up making it to the to the major leagues on TV um, and even like you know double A AA and triple A because there's, there's seven levels. Um, so yeah, it's just been straight, it's going from strength to strength. It is the ABL. It's been really fun to watch the progression and to watch the publicity and, um, and the appreciation for baseball in Australia grow, um, as much as it has. Cause it wasn't, as you said at the beginning of this show, it wasn't, a, it's not a very popular sport, um, within Australia and not many people know about it. Um, but it's definitely gone from a select few to more of the masses now of, of the community. And it's been really fun to watch uh, baseball grow that way within Australia. Because I think I remember in year seven when you were selling those chocolates, I actually said to you, um, isn't baseball um, an American sport? And you said, no, 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 it's a, it's a global sport. So I think I'm, so I think <laughs> I remember, I think I remember that conversation, but do you actually think that with the, um, the way and how it is now that it is like, like where would you actually sit it? Would you sit it um, the, the Australian league? Would you sit it in, um, the college or minors or like 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 if you really had to sort of or like up there with the majors like where would you rank it um, and whatnot like like if you had to I think with the um, the development of the league um, as I said with the addition of those teams um, and the addition of the the affiliated uh, players coming over and playing um, and getting their reps in in the off season and with just the amount of talent we have um, for Australian juniors um, who have coming up through the ranks who are just unbelievable talent to watch um, within the game itself. I'd probably place the ABL around the AA, AAA level, um, which is the the AAA is the second highest and then AA would be the third highest. So I'd say between the, the AAA and AA level um, at least um, with, as I said, with some guys being major league talent um, who have, who have been over here and played either played in the major leagues and then gone to Australia in their off season or used to play major leagues. And then now they're trying to, they're back in the double AA, A triple A system. And they're trying to work their way back up. So there's been a lot of major league talent that's gone over there, um, play for the ABL and it's allowed, it's brought the crowds as well. It brings some more publicity to the game, um, which has been awesome. But um, yeah, probably yeah, around the AAA level, double A level for sure. Cause the, the pitches are unbelievable to watch and yeah, all the hitters, even even more fun to watch. Like the games become a lot lot a lot better to watch um, within ABL um, level for sure. And and the fact that you also then said that um, it's going from strength to strength. Could you actually see like I don't want to get jump jump ahead and whatnot that it could actually be not on the same level as the majors or like or whatnot, but be like sort of like close to like a second um, international because like um like as the second um, international or um, um, competition for baseball um, internationally? 
Um, I think it could if if it continues to grow the way it is. Um, if we continue to get you know publicity and, and funding within the game, um, but there's also you know the professional leagues within Japan. Um, they're ma- there's a very big professional following um, in Japan uh, as well as Korea. Um, they have a very big following as well, um, and so do Europe. So um, they all have different teams um, and a lot of players who have played Major League Baseball who have all played for each of their respective nations um, who have been able to, um, you know, raise the game within their nation once they make it to that level. Um, so we, we've had, you know, a lot of Major Leaguers ourselves come through, like our current one right now is uh, Lewis Thorpe and Aaron Whitefield for the, for the Twins. Um, they're both doing really well. And but Liam Hendricks, who's the, um, he was the American League reliever of the year um, last year. So he's now for the White Sox. Um, and he, he's like one of the one of the guys to watch from Australia um, for sure. But I think I think I don't know necessarily that being the second level or so, but I think it could definitely get up there to where um, you know it's it's just like watching um, a major league game um, or just like you know trying to be at that level with the Japanese league and the Korean league for sure. Um, if it just it needs to continue to grow and the pop- popularity needs to continue to increase, and people need to realize that baseball is in Australia, um, for sure. Jerome, you got a question? We have a question from our, from our online audience, uh, from Zach Hargrove. How does, <laughs> how does Mitch prepare the night before a game? Oh, that's my question. Um, well, I think I, uh, I have to try and get a good night's sleep, um, for sure. Uh, definitely value the importance of sleep. Uh, we had a, I used to, you know, used to tell myself I needed to get sleep. Um, but then when I came over to the junior college system, we had a talk from Navy SEALs. Um, they came to our school and told us all about how, how important sleep really was for the body. Um, and then studying what I've studied over here, kind of learned the value of, imp- uh, of sleep as well. Um, to get a good night's sleep um, and just make sure that, you know, I'm mentally prepared, mentally ready and just relaxed. Um, and then just kind of how I go about it. I just kind of, just kind of relax and, you know, debrief, watch, listen to a bit of music, play some guitar, just kind of zone out and then, um, yeah, good night's sleep and then get up, have a good, good breakfast and then be ready to go. Oh, mate, you love, you, you love that guitar. I tell you what now, mate, <laughs> but, but, yeah. but, but, but the fan, but the fan stole my question, but, 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 Oh, oh man, the fan actually stole my question because I was actually going to ask that as the next one. But going to actually now with the college system a little bit more, can you like what like like obviously college life and obviously you won an achievement and whatnot um, a couple of uh, so weeks ago from from if I remember and whatnot. Can you sort of uh, tell us tell us that one there and um, with it being your last um, um, with it being your last year of college and whatnot? Can sort of explain like a little bit more of the life and whatnot um yes i mean so it's you just kind of um you know day to day um without with you know without going to uh, baseball practice um or anything there's you know you still um got you like you know parties um the dorm parties like you see in all the american movies um it's all it's all, it's all true if that's what it's you're wondering true. it's all <laughs> it's all true there's there's all fraternities and the sororities and it's all, it's all a real thing. Um, it took me a while to get adjusted to that. Um, but yeah, there's, um, you know, there's different um, places you can go down downtown in Wichita as well. Um, if you're over 21 
for the you know drinking age in America. Um, and yeah, try to have a good social aspect as well. Um, and try and I try to reach out as many people as I can and try and make as many friends as I can, um, and enjoy that, that side of things. Um, I think the achievement you're talking about is homecoming King. Is that right? Yes. That's the uh, one. I saw that one on your Facebook. We don't, we don't have it yeah. here in Australia. We don't do that sort yeah. of stuff, but you know, in America, you know, cause like that there is the like be all and end all that I see in um in like all those american shows and to see you win it there buddy so yeah go on yeah it was um it was a crazy crazy experience um but yeah you're right it is it is a really big deal here in america um so it was just an honor to be to be nominated um and make it through the voting process let alone to be you know to crowned um homecoming king of my uh graduating class um and yeah straight after i got uh got named king i had to get interviewed by newspapers and interviewed by a bunch of people and and it was just it was a crazy thing i had to get photos and it was unbelievable it was just and literally just like a movie experience um where you see it in the movies when they crown the king and everyone goes crazy and everything it was it was just like that um and i you know tried my best not not like not to laugh but i tried my best to really just kind of go like oh my god this is actually happening and stop myself from doing that and just like accept the moment and be like all right yeah like you know i'm homecoming king like you know kind of thing so it was um it was pretty funny um but we're we're putting the crown to good use the baseball team where i got to keep the crown so we're uh when you hit a home run um our celebration is you get the crown at home plate so then you walk back to the dugout with a guard of honor um back to the back to the dugout and salute kind of like you know royal wave to the crowd and and have a little bit of fun that way, um, for sure. Oh, mate. I mean, as soon as, as soon as I saw that, I'm like going, okay, yep, this has to go in here when we get when we get you on there <laughs> and, and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, I actually want to, want to talk a little bit about the other American sports and whatnot, you know, like um, because like uh, the college system, I always sort of saw the college system as, you know, like there was a couple of other major sports. Like the major sports was Grudheim, which was the um, NFL, which is like um, NFL – and, bas- and basketball were the two major ones with baseball as the third. Is that sort of, is that sort of like what you think is predominantly correct? And, and, and also does, is more funding going into like those sort of sports rather than say some of the other sort of lesser sports, or is it all like evenly um, spread in the colleges? Would you say? Um, I'm not too sure about like the distribution of the funding, um, but with the popularity of the sports here in America, um, it's, I'd say it's definitely based on the time period of the year. Um, so like you said, college football, which is American football, NFL, um, that's huge in the fall because their season is in the fall. Um, so, you know, that's all everyone watches. It's on ESPN, it's on ESPN2, ESPN+, Plus. it's in all the households. Um, it's in all the bars. If you're at bars and everything, it's, it's nonstop played college football um, there as well. And then the national championship is a really big deal um, as well. Um, and then when you said basketball, obviously they have March Madness. I'm not sure if you heard about that over here, uh, over in Australia, but March Madness is, is huge. It's, it's a big bracket. Um, it's a, you know, when it continues on, so anyone can win at any given moment. If it doesn't matter if you're the number one seed or the you know, 16th seed or whatever, March Madness is a really big deal over here. And it's again on ESPN and ESPN 1, ESPN 2. And that's all, this is all Division 1 um level that i'm talking about here is the ncaa division one uh college sports and then baseball the, the national championship of baseball the college world series um is in around your june-ish um 
around like in May, June, around June-ish, I'm pretty sure. And that's huge. That's sold out capacity crowds. Um, that's, yeah, the national tournament's massive. So I think the popularity of, of which sport in America, at the time, it kind of depends on the, the time period. So um, depending on and what it is, but uh, basketball is huge, football is huge, baseball is huge. Um, and then the ones after that, you know, you got your, um, your volleyball, wrestling, um, there's triathlon, uh, there's uh, men, men and women's bowling um, is what we have at our school, um, you know, cross country, there's track and all those, those sports as well, but I don't get as much, I guess, not necessarily funding, I guess, more like, like pu- publicity, I guess, or like, you know, TV time, so to speak. They don't really get that as much in the, in the D1 programs. Um, but yeah, just like Angie question, it depends on the time of the year, I think, for the, for the popularity of what sport's happening. Well, well, let's now go quickly into your current season and also with your current um, college and um, whatnot. Can you sort of say on, can you just sort of um, tell us on how they're going and, and how your season's going um, a little bit personally? And um, do you think uh, you could potentially um, go, uh, how do you think the season will fare for you guys? Yeah. Um, like I said, mentioned earlier, we had a, we had a freeze over over here. We had, um, for three weeks. So I think the highest temperature was minus 21 degrees um, Celsius was the high. Um, so everything was frozen over, as you can imagine. Um, and so we weren't able to play our non-conference games to start the year, um, which is like our, not our warm, like they still count, but like they're kind of like warm up for conference play, um, which is when it's like really important. Um, so, and then we had, a, we had, uh, I think we had 10 or 11 boys positive with COVID um, as well on our team. So we had to get shut down for a little bit there too. Um, and from that, we've only played 11 games. Um, and normally at this time, we've almost played 30. So we're pretty far behind um, or around like 25-ish. We're pretty far behind in terms of how many games. Um, so we've only got, you know, two wins two wins, wins right now. Um, we had a lot of close games, a lot of games where we've been, we've been really in them um, and, you know, weren't able to get the, the key pitches. And then we've had times when, you know, the, our pitching has been unbelievable and we haven't been able to get the timely hits that we need. So it's just a matter of, you know, coming together and, and, and um, pushing through it. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to click. And when it clicks, we're going to be, you know, real fun, real fun to um, play ball with. Um, and I think we've got a good chance of making it to the MIAA conference. Um, we just got to go out this next couple of weeks and really put a good, um, good put a good foot forward um, and, just try and turn some heads a little bit and just continue on from there. But yeah, we've got, um, oh, cause it cut down 33. So we've got like 20, about 22 games left roughly. Um, so, you don't, so you don't season. catch up those games that you missed. So the games no, you don't... Just, they just straight were gone because, because of COVID this year, um, missing 10 games already, they, the schedule was already so tight. Um, so there was no, there's no room to put the games like in terms of the weekend schedules or the weekday schedules. There's no, there's no room to, to put them. So they, unfortunately, we just, we just missed out on a couple of them. Jeez, mate. I mean, oi. so how's your season going first? Because like, I know you got man of the match a couple of weeks ago. How is your, how is your season going and whatnot? And, and also, do you think that obviously, how do you, do, do you think that you've gotten better um, as the years um, have gone on, like, do you think, like, from when you first started, do you think that um, as you've developed over over the college system, and um, now you are obviously you'd be a much more better player, but do you think that um, you've developed uh, 
more like like you wouldn't be able to like hit um say a home run for instance um in your first year but you probably would now like for instance does that make sense yeah it makes sense um yeah i'm having a pretty good year so far um had a really slow start um you know i was over 15 i think i was um so just trying to just had to try and you know battle through that and and you know tell myself that it was gonna you know come eventually and happen to happen to come in a pretty big way so i started the year with a three-run home run um then next at bat hit a grand slam and then next at bat had a double so my first three hits of the season were all extra extra base hits and since then been doing doing pretty well um so just been trying to stay within not trying to get too excited about hitting the home runs so like i don't want to try to hit them because that's not the, the the hitter i am um and so i want to you know stick to my approach is you know trying to hit, drive the ball up the middle um try and drive the ball in the gaps and if they go they go um but certainly like you said uh definitely have improved a lot <laughs> i remember when i first came over here that i was um so overwhelmed by the level of play um over here and i, I was definitely not ready um definitely not ready for college baseball i remember my first at bat my first pitch i saw was 95 miles an hour on the black and then three more two more pitches consecutively 95 strike out you know walk back to the dugout see you later welcome to college um kind of thing so the game's a lot faster um in college and it's it's played played a little differently um in terms of how we play it back home like when i was growing up back home i'm not sure how it is played now um and yeah definitely over my time with all my coaches and all the teams i played for and throughout the summer programs have definitely got a lot better um and learned what my strengths and weaknesses are and been able to work on them um and you know get better and get stronger and faster and, and fitter in the weight room and and since then you know it's all translating now because now i'm you know hitting a, hitting a few home runs and playing some really good baseball and defense is good and arm feels strong so that's all we can ask for Damn well, damn well, you answered one of my questions again. To which, to which, uh, there. See, see, Jerome, I know how I said the, um, how he's more smarter than me because, like, I was actually, um, because I was about to ask him another question and he already answered it. Uh, have you any got, questions? That's Jerome? why you have more questions than you need to ask. I got forty. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not doing all forty. He's already <laughs> answered most of them. So, have you got any questions, Jerome? Um, no. Keep going. No, okay, I'm, I'm good at the moment. Okay, okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. I'm aware so, of time too for Mitch, so... Yes, you know, I know, I know. We need I'm, to be I'm, conscious of that. I know, so I'll try and I'll try and keep... I'll try and narrow it down for the... Um, uh, I'll, I'll try and narrow it down. You said You're that right, you've it's been... not 10 o'clock yet, it's all good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you time. said that... You said that you were um, a little bit overwhelmed when you first entered the college system. Mm-hmm. How um obviously the players and all that there were around you can like how did you get I mean like I'm um, obviously like what did you have any like doubts thinking you know like uh, did you have any doubts or and, and if you did how did you sort of get past that and when was the moment that you actually sort of thought you know what I can do this you know like I can actually do this I can compete with these guys yeah um definitely um had those moments um pretty much from the first week i arrived i definitely doubted myself um and doubted if if you know if i was if i chose made the right decision in coming to college um and if i was good enough at all um period 
Um, I didn't play my freshman year, which is the first year over here. I think I had like 12 at-bats, um, didn't play really at all. Um, and was just, yeah, as I said, just not ready. Um, just wasn't ready physically or mentally um, to play college baseball. Um, and then that freshman year summer, um, you know, so finish in May and then summer begins in June, July. Um, I went to Florida and played um, my first summer baseball, like I was explaining earlier. And I kind of just went to, went to the summer, you know, with the mindset of, you know, it's time to get better. It's time to, you know, work on things, but to have fun, to have fun with the game again. Um, you know, cause I was, it was so serious during my first year of fall um, and I was competing for a spot and it was, you know, it was, it was hard cause I wasn't ready. And I was, you know, third string, second baseman, um, you know, things like that. So I just try to remind myself to have fun with it and, and worked on my defense and worked on my, um, you know, things that were, I was lacking on in my first semester. And um, yeah, I came back, I played my sum, uh, Florida summer, played really well. Um, we ended up coming second in the tournament and then came back and uh, we had a new coach and he said, Hey, look, I'm expecting you to, um, to be the guy for us. Like on paper, you're, you know, on paper, you're probably one of the best players we have. Um, you just got to believe it. Um, he's like, I've, he's like, I've, you know, I've seven seen you play, but I'm going to give you a chance. He's like, so don't let me down. Um, and yeah, I went out to, went out my sophomore year with just more confidence. I think I just, I went, I went out there and I, you know, saw the same guys that I was working out with earlier in the semester and stuff and, you know, watched them take ground balls and everything. And I kind of looked at them and it was just a different perspective. Like you said, like, I realized, hang on a second, like I can hang with these guys. Like I can really do this. And um, I'm, you know, the right man for the job, so to speak, and just took that mentality of um, and that confidence with me, and was able to get the starting spot my sophomore year. Um, so I played third base, shortstop, second base, right field. Sophomore year, played all 55 games um, of the season, so I didn't have a game off at all, and you know, hit 350 on the year on 212 at bats. Um, so I had, a, yeah, I had a really good season sophomore year, and then was recruited by um, Newman University after that. Tim, so like um, a couple more questions because like I'm obviously with the time zones and whatnot, Mitchie. How like what would you actually say to someone who um wanted to actually say you know I want to do this uh, like like what would you say to them like and want to like not just in Australia but like, anywhere in the world who wants to come and play in the college system? Yeah, um, absolutely do it. Um, hands down, it's been one of the you know one of the best experiences of my life. Um. I've got to meet so many awesome people, um, see, you know, see so many awesome places around America, um, met some awesome families and um, been able to play, you know, the game I love for, you know, the past six years. Um, and while doing that, you know, studying and getting a quality education and, you know, coming out of it with a bachelor's degree um, and a double minor. So it's a really good opportunity. Um, and I just say that just, trust yourself and, and trust, um, you know, your ability and, and know that once you do arrive to the college system to play whatever sport, whatever your respective sport may be, that the coaches brought you there for a reason. Um, they've seen something in you. They have confidence in you. Um, so you just need to have the confidence in yourself and believe that you can do it yourself. Um, and then you, you know, you watch yourself thrive after that. You just get out of your own way mentally and then just let your ability take over and, and all the hard work you've been putting in and everything will take over and yeah, you have a lot of success for sure. But yeah, definitely come do the college route. If you, if you just missed out on the professional um, route or if you feel like, you know, you don't think you can go pro, then 
come over and try college and get get your degree while playing whatever respective game that you love and have a have a ball while you're doing it and meet some awesome people and have some cool experiences. It's been really good. One more question, or actually a couple more questions before I get into the quick fire questions. What was it like with the Super Bowl? Because the Super, um, I say that there, Jerome, with the Super, <laughs> with the Super Bowl and whatnot. Um, obviously, it's a obviously it's a big deal global, like globally and whatnot. How like how big would you say it is? Like like ten times bigger over there in America than it is like in like all the other because like it's because like like for me it looks like that it's glamoured and. Um, and all that, especially the halftime shows, like the week of the Super Bowl, like, like, is it like, can you explain that? Like, um, is it something that the whole nation um, and whatnot? Because like for us, it's the Boxing Day test in Australia. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. in America, it's the Super Bowl. Is leading up to that, the um, anything um, around America? Is it buzzing or? Yeah, leading up to it, it's, um, it's massive. It's, 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 um you know, deciding whose house you're going to go to for the Super Bowl party. Um, you know, what dish you're gonna you're gonna that you're gonna make and bring with you. You know, how much how much drinks you're gonna bring with you, and and what drinks you're gonna do. It's a, it's a big planning event. Um, it's it's huge. Um, it's all that's talked about in the lead up to it, and and whatever respective team wins, that that uh, city just gets basically locked down the rest of the uh, for at least a couple of days. Um, and then when the Super Bowl party comes to town so when you know kansas city won um the whole of kansas city was completely pretty much shut down there was you know millions and millions and millions of people packing out just to catch a glimpse hopefully of the you know the super bowl winning team and the trophy and whatnot um it's yeah it's a really big deal um when any any kind of world series like the world series for baseball um you know when the royals won in 2015 kansas city was completely shut down the parade was massive and everything else i mean kids in missouri like schools in missouri were closed so you just had the day off because the part like the everyone went to the went to the world series party and the same with the super bowl so it's yeah it's a real big deal for sure well i just got some quick fire questions what's your favorite baseball team uh the los angeles angels favorite nfl team kansas city chiefs or seattle seahawks you follow hockey the what, sorry? You follow hockey? The NHL? Yep. Uh, I see videos here and there about it. So you My don't follow that? Thing, actually. All right, because I was about to ask you for that uh, for your team there. But but since you're an, but since you're an Aussie? The Anaheim team. I can't remember the team's name. The Anaheim one. Well, uh, well. Uh, oh, the Mighty Ducks. Well, <laughs> yeah, the Mighty Ducks, yeah. <laughs> well, since you're an Aussie and whatnot. Rugby league, got a favorite team? Yeah, West Tigers, mate. Come on now, Campbelltown, born and bred. Yeah, same here, boy. Same here, mate. Same here, mate. Favorite, uh, favorite soccer team? You know, global, like, can be anything. EPL, A League, or anything. Favorite, yeah, EPL is Arsenal. Oh, of course, you're talking to two Tottenham fans here. Ah, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, your favorite, your favorite teacher at St. Greg's? Oh, mate, it's tough. Uh, I forgot Mr. Wilson for sure. All right, then. Well, I think he might yeah. be listening, so like I will have to see him. Your favorite, yeah, yeah. your favorite subject at, at Greg's, and also favorite I, subject over there. Oh, 
if I were subject to Greg's, uh, I mean, I guess I have to say music. It was pretty fun to do. What about senior science with me, buddy? Oh, I seen you sign secure and it was, <laughs> that was my favorite. No, 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 music, Clark. music, music, yes, Mr. Clark. Um, yeah. No, 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 but music is fun. Music is fun, mate. And, uh, over, over here, I'd say um, genetics has been the most fun to learn. Okay. Okay. Favorite house out of the, out of our four houses? Laurentian. Laurentian? Come on, mate. Donovan. Seriously, nah. mate. No, nah, Lorenzo, mate. Oh, mate. Mate. Oh, mate. I was, I was, I was champion. I can't sit here and say I, I like a different house. Come on now. All right. Yeah, all right, 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 all right. I'm, I'm done. If you if you were Killian, then, well, I probably, uh, I don't know what I would do if you were Killian. And. Jerome's and, got no idea what's going on right now. Yeah, well, Jerome's got no. So you, uh, yeah, but favorite experience in what was your favorite experience if you had to say you come back home um and whatnot or even if you look back in this year 10 years from now what 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 would you say was your most memorable experience like your favorite experience from this from being in the college system i think that um my first ever at bat um in the fall my 2015 in 2015 um because you know, as I said, when I was a kid, I didn't know that there was professional baseball. I just told mum and dad that I wanted to play baseball in America, and that was it. Um, so standing in the box, I remember, you know, touching the plate and, and looking up and looking at the picture as he's getting his sign and then thinking to myself, wow, like I did it. Where here, I'm on American soil, I'm playing baseball in Kansas, um, and I'm about to take, an, you know, take a pitch in of, of uh, within um, the American system. Um, and I'm pretty sure I... Because I was so anxious and so excited, I swung first pitch and hit a line drive to left field and got a base hit. So I was, I saw one pitch and got a base hit, and um, and yeah, my college experience was off, off and running after that. So, but yeah, definitely my most memorable experience, um, for baseball wise. But then each time that um, Dad's been luckily lucky enough to come over and watch, um, works letting him have time off, and then my sister too surprising me for my twenty first, um, in Indiana. That was pretty. I was pretty special. Um, it was really cool to have them uh, be able to watch me play over here in America. And then my auntie and uncle and cousins came over as well. Um, same thing to surprise me and watch me play. So it's been been really lucky that way for them to come over and watch me and, and all the support I've had from my family um, over the years and, and my friends. And um, they just, you know, continued support and, and, and love for me and um, willing me to continue on with this dream. And, just having an absolute blast. I've been over here living out my dream playing baseball. So it's been, been real good. If you could bring one Aussie food with you to America, what would it be? Mint slice. Mint slices? Yeah, I love them. Oh, you got to love them. Got to love them. <laughs> I love, uh, I love them. mint slice. Oh, man, I love them too. Uh, and also, do you miss the boys? You miss the Greg's boys. You miss oh, the you gotta, Greg. Yeah, miss the Greg's boys yeah. for sure. Looking forward to the reunion. You got to catch up with all your boys. Yes, yes, yes. And when you do, and when you do get drafted to a major league team, I expect a signed jersey. You know, like, 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 I, uh, we all, we all going to be getting autographs for you, Mitchy, and whatnot. Yeah, um, hey, it'll be, it'll be such a given, mate. You'll get one. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, that's good. That, that's good, there, Mitchy. And and uh, one more question before I just head over back over to Jerome. 
Are you gonna read this? Are you gonna read or watch the two series that I've been telling you to watch for a couple of for a couple of months now? Are you gonna are you, are you gonna uh, read or are you gonna watch it? Um, mate, I don't know. I'd probably try and read or watch. I just got to get some free time. As I said, like you heard how busy my schedule is in terms yeah. of baseball and school and everything. So if I get when I get some downtime, I'll, I'll have to have a look into it for sure. Maybe in the in the off season this summer, we'll see. I'll keep All you right up there. All right then. Well, um, well, Jerome, you got any you got any quick fire questions? Or... I have one last question for Mitch before we let him go because I know it's late over there and it's getting late over there, and I know he's probably got commitments tomorrow. Um, who wins the uh, World Series this year, Mitch? Who wins it all? Oh, that's tough, Jerome. There's been a, some real big um, off-season trades that have been made. Um, the Dodgers have just gotten even more stronger, even though they obviously won last year. They've taken on Trevor Bauer, um, who's just absolutely dominating in spring training right now. Um, but there's been a lot of teams too that are really pushing. Um, but I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say hmm, Chicago White Sox, I think. Chicago White Sox going out on a limb. They had some big off-season trades um, and they took on Liam Hendricks as their reliever as well um, and just got a lot of young guys who have come up and got a lot of pop in the in the lineup and I reckon they're going to put on a pretty good display for sure. So we're going to go, go from left field on this one and say <laughs> to say the White Sox, not, not many people are probably going to pick them, but we'll go to the White Sox so we're not sitting there following current trends and everything. We'll just have a gamble. And well, one normally, last question. It's normally the case, isn't it? It's normally the case yeah, the team that no one wins it. And it's normally the yeah. case that teams that won it last year. It's been a while, I think, since anyone's repeated. So um, yeah. it would well, be highly yeah, unlikely for the Dodgers to do it again. Just one last question there, Mitchy. If we want to watch your games and whatnot, how do we watch them? And where do we watch them? Because I've tried looking on on, on ESPN. I even messaged you the other <laughs> night asking you, mate, are you on ESPN? I've been looking yeah. everywhere. Where do we go if we want to watch you? Yeah, my my level of play. So I'm Division Two NCAA. So there's D1, D2, D3. So I'm D2. Um, so we're not on ESPN, unfortunately, <laughs> um, oh. until we get to like the the tournaments, like the and conference tournaments, or for the you know for playing for the championship. Um, but you can catch my games on our our like athletics page for Newman University. So if you just go Newman University slash athletics, um, and you'll find there'll be like Newman University Jets or Jets Athletics kind of things. We're called the Jets. Um, and if you just go to you know, to more and then choose schedule and then scroll down to today's date or tomorrow's date um, for the game tomorrow. And it's at 2 p.m., so 6 a.m. your time. Um, and you can literally click it and click watch and you can watch it live. So, um, and that's pretty much for all of our games. They'll be streamed live on the MIAA network. Um, so, yeah, just go to Newman, Newman University Athletics.com and then go from there, go from more than schedule and then scroll down and click watch. Well, I'm sure that if you give the link to Jerome and whatnot, we can definitely put that up on for for, for, for big yeah, G-sports and whatnot. Of course we can. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you know, what I find amazing, you're not on you're not on ESPN Ocho along with the dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, and make, there, make fun, I guess. <laughs> there are tons of shows. I mean, like there are tons of sports. I mean, that that are on there. There was one there where you throw a ball and it bounces up there off the trampoline and you gotta 
catch it or you got to hit it with hand. And when I'm like, on and, and and I'm trying to find Mitch. I'm like, on where's Mitch? So that's flame ball. Flame ball's a good game. I love that game. Oh well, there. Well, there. I mean, um, Jerome. Well, Jerome. I mean, um, Jerome does a show called Sports with a Twist. So I mean, um, if he does that sport there, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he'd love to uh, have your opinion on it as well, there, mate. <laughs> but but um, just but one last thing before we might have to let you go there, mate. Is what is what are you looking forward to this week? Because like for sport and non-sport, what are you looking forward to this from Friday or Thursday to Friday next Friday? Um, in sport and in non-sport, what are you looking forward to? Like sport within in a in Australia or in, no? I mean, like any sport. I mean, oh. it can just be baseball, it can be anything. Oh, I'm just looking forward. To? I'm looking forward to the series this weekend. Um, that we have such a big big opportunity for us to make a good stand within the MIAA conference. Um, if we can pick up three wins or even two and win the series, um, in our three game series, um, that'd be be huge. And I guess non-sport. Um. Oh, I guess finishing my paper I'm writing right now for psychology so then I can <laughs> <laughs> relax and I don't have to worry about school for a little bit, I guess. Um, I'm excited to graduate in May. I guess that's non-sport as well. So I'm excited for graduation and um, ready to celebrate that. Um, but yeah, got business to take care of first, which is obviously baseball. And, and hopefully we can turn our season around um, or you know get back on the right foot um, and get everything to click at the fire on all cylinders and take on the rest of the teams and play some real good baseball and see what happens. So. All right, then. Well, thanks for that there, Mitchie, mate. And, 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 and also, and also we got to say happy birthday to the two, uh, Jacob Mitchell, you know, like I'm um, our good friend. Cause he asked us a couple of questions because he sent them to me asking for you and whatnot. So we got to say happy birthday to him. Yeah. So happy birthday. Birthday, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, happy birthday there, golden child. That's what we call him and whatnot. But, but thanks, but, but, but thanks again for, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks again for um coming on. Thanks again for coming on this show, then, Mitchy, mate. We'll we'll let you go because obviously it's ten o'clock there, or uh, it, it's just gone past ten o'clock there, and whatnot. So we'll let you go, um, so you can go and finish that paper and um <laughs> and, and and whatnot. And you are definitely most welcome to come back on this show, and you're also most definitely welcome to come on outside the lines with Kieran. And I'm sure Jerome, if he's got any other content as well, will most definitely would want to have you on here as well. So as well and and i'm pretty sure jerome is now thinking thinking holds you in higher stead now because uh because of you putting up with me all through high school so uh isn't that right jerome i'm thinking if he can replace you on the show what oh man oh man man that man, that really did that really did hurt that really did hurt Oh, hey, no, just I don't worry. Contract details, Jerome. I'll get back to you. Anyway. What about we do a spin-off? Me and Mitchie then. <laughs> uh, anyway, from everybody here at, at uh, Big G Sports Global, and uh, I just want to say thanks, Mitch, for coming on. I know that uh, it's, it's a busy time for you and it's a busy time for what you're doing. It's fantastic what you're doing. Um. All the best for the next few weeks and the next few. Good luck with graduation. I know the Americans love their pomp and circumstance. I'm sure that's going to be. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be huge in itself. Um, I'm sure there'll be a guest speaker or a, whoever they normally do have at these these those sort of things. So, good luck with all that. And um, yes, we do look forward to having you on again down the track, mate. 
for sure. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for um, having me and let me speak about the college experience. Um, yeah, it's really, really cool and real awesome. It's an absolute honor to be on the show. Thanks, no man. worries then. No worries then, Mitchy. No worries there, mate. Peace out there, mate. All righty. See you, guys. Thanks again. Yeah, mate. Thanks, mate. Good luck. Thank Good you. Luck, buddy. No worries, mate. Well. Well. Fascinating, fascinating conversation. Uh, great to have him on. Um, really great to have him on. Um, that will we'll go to our last part of our show, Kieran, because uh, we've probably click over uh, over Just time over an hour. Uh, uh, but, so. I, but I tell, but I tell you what, that was I tell you what, I've kept in touch with Mitch since since he left there, and to be honest, I'm super proud of him. I'm absolutely 100 percent proud of him. Um, what he's achieved, I've I, I, I tried ke- I'm keeping up to date with him. I tried talking to him. Um, like now, basically, me and him talk on a weekly basis. I'm super proud of him. And, you know, um, I just hope that come draft time that he, um, you know, that um, there's a saying um, um, at our high school, what you sow, so shall you reap, uh, meaning uh, what you put in, you'll get out. And Mitchie, he's put in all the hard work over these years. And I just hope that, you know, he reaps the rewards and, uh, yeah, I absolutely can't wait for it. So, so yeah, but so are we going to the last segment or are we not talking much about sport or? Oh, let's go to the last segment. Okay, then, mate. So, Jerome, what's your sport and non-sport for the... Oh, actually, in second thought, how was your sport and non-sport from last week? I can't yes. even remember what my sport and non-sport was. Um, wasn't it um, your non-sport nothing and then your sport for this and then your sport was like that big... Doing something for big G sports... Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, everything went well this week. Yeah, everything's been going well. So there's a lot, a lot been going on. So it's been a pretty busy, another pretty busy week for Big G Sports Global. Uh, and there's probably going to be more busyness. Come, there's probably going to be more stuff coming up. Um, you know, for obvious reasons, we've got, uh, yeah, well, we've got Sunday, we've got a, a big announcement coming. I won't, uh, I won't go into too much detail, but that's on Sunday. Um, and, and then on the 31st, we've got uh, the, the World Take the Sports Coaches Pledge Day, where we're encouraging sports coaches from around the world to join in a live event to take the, take the pledge. And to our global hockey coordinator over in South Africa, Simone Upman, she's, Simone's been kicking goals and doing amazing things over there with Talent Sports Academy and... She's also been doing radio interviews and TV and media. So it's been having a good time as well. So it's been a very busy week. Absolutely. Oh, well, that there's good. I mean, honestly, my week in sport, um, what can I say, really? I mean, Hawthorne, I'll say this now, we come from 39 points behind and I was watching the game. I thought 39 points down, we were lost. And I was like, then when we won by one, I was like, there is a, there is a god because how we managed to come from thirty nine points down I don't know and my West Tigers we lost forty we lost by forty to six I think and yeah it's not going to be a pretty year for my beloved Tigers and whatnot but also but also my cricket team who is also going to be my sport because my club um they were in the grand they were in the semi-finals that game got washed out so they because they finished first went through to the grand final and their grand final is this weekend so that's going to be my sport 
my non-sport for last week, you know, that chapter made me like that chapter made me cry. So yes. And also I heard that, and also I heard from the series, they're making a movie and I'm absolutely ecstatic. So I can actually finally wait for the movie when it comes out. Hopefully if it comes out, um, a black clover movie, I can finally wait for it to come out. And it makes me wish I was in Japan because I really, I really want a magazine. I really want to buy a, a, a magazine that it's from because it's re- because I really wish I was in Japan right now because it's their six year anniversary. So of the series it makes me wish I was in Japan, but, but yeah, mate, but that's my sport for this week is my cricket team, you know, like my, my, my cricket club um, in the grand final and my non-sport. Well, I can't say two weeks in a row because obviously and what um, with the six year anniversary. So my, so my non-sport is going to be, I'm going to say baking again. I'm actually, I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to bake again. I mean, I didn't bake last week. I mean, I didn't bake the last time because, um, because like I had too much on my plate and I've been wanting to bake for weeks and whatnot. And I absolutely love baking. I love cooking. That is actually, that is actually my, that is actually a secret. Nobody really knows. I absolutely love cooking. I love being in the kitchen and um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to this weekend is actually finally, hopefully going in and actually starting to bake. But if, but if not, then well, yeah. Also, Jerome, what are, what are you looking forward to in sport and non-sport for this week? Or did you already say that? Well, I think with the confession, I think with Kieran's confession there, folks, we should do a new show. Um, uh, Sports Rex on Sports Rex called uh, Sports Bake Off with uh, hosted by Kieran. Kieran can, uh, Kieran can, Kieran can host some sports people and they can, Bake some cupcakes or do whatever it is that they do, and then Kieran can judge it, along with hey, uh, good... uh, Mary Berry from uh, from the UK. Um, speaking Gordon of Ramsey. <laughs> speaking of sport and non-sport, well, from a sports point of view, it's another busy week for Big G Sports Global. As I say, we've got some things that we're, we're doing, um, so we'll be focusing in on that. Um, from a non-sport point of view, not much happening around there. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how WA goes in the remaining days of the Sheffield Shield game that they're playing at the moment. Um, interesting point in the Shield season at this stage. With everything else getting washed out all over the place at the moment, it's it's going to it's gonna make the run home. And, it's, of course, it's unusual, isn't it? We, we, we're still talking... Uh, we're still talking significant amounts of Sheffield Shield cricket at the same time as the AFL season has begun. So it's mm. a little bit unusual to, to be doing that at this stage. Um, but, yeah, so it'll be an interesting week ahead. I, from a non, non-sporting point of view, I think it'll, it'll be a pretty quiet week this week. Yeah, same here there, mate. Same here. I mean, baking and whatnot. But um, we should get Gordon Ramsay to do that there. The Sports Rex, uh, Big G Sports Global Bake Off and whatnot. Um, uh, celebrity Bake Off or whatnot. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's been raining the past... Morgan on. He, he can be one of the... Yes, Piers, yes, Piers Morgan as well. But but first, let me also just say, you know, to, to um, everyone um, over in the East Coast, you know, it's been raining with the storm for the past um, week and, like, there's been floods... Um, as well so i just wanted to say to everyone there um our our thoughts and prayers are to everyone there that has been affected by them um, um over here in the east coast in australia um our thoughts and prayers are with you there and um and um yeah um you got anything else to add there jerome well that brings us to the end of our show for today thank you to kieran 
Thank you to Mitch, who was part of the show. Fantastic to have him on. Thank you to another everyone who tuned in to another week for the Great Sports Debate. We'll be back next week, as, as always, uh, next Friday, um, around the same time. So join us then for another Great Sports Debate. Yes, and peace out, everyone.